Mindset of Believing, From Atheism to Zealotry, written and presented by Dr. Ed Kessler, Founder Director of the Wolf Institute. Program 10, J for Jokes. Mrs. Solomon rings up the Jewish newspaper and says, I want to put an obituary notice. Put in A.B. Solomon dead. The man says, look, Mrs. Solomon, it's a little bare. You can have six words for the price of three. She says, can I? He says, yes. Okay, she says, put in A.B. Solomon dead, Volkswagen for sale. Rabbi Lionel Blue. A sense of humor and the ability to laugh are not traits we normally associate with faith. The religious personality is more likely to be linked in our mind with images of austere Puritans or stern Victorians than with storytellers who have a twinkle in their eye like Rabbi Lionel Blue. But from the earliest days, humour has been part of religion. As the book of Ecclesiastes states, there is a time to weep and a time to laugh. Even the book of Esther, with its terrifying theme of attempted genocide, is full of as many reversals as a Whitehall farce. Of course, the Bible does not consist of books of jokes, but its lack of textual indicators to alert the reader to a joke, as well as its lack of punctuation, not even exclamation marks, means that humour is often overlooked. I recently wrote a book on Jesus and noticed that his humour was often missed. Ordinary life in the first century Palestine, no, Ordinary life in first century Palestine was difficult, and the time was right for comic relief. Religious comedy can be found from ancient times to the modern day, from the matriarch Sarah, who laughed when she was told she'd have a son, the name Isaac means laughter, to the joke about a Catholic telling a Muslim, my priest knows more than your Allah. The Muslim thought for a moment and then replied, of course he does, you tell him everything. Comedy is often about coping in difficult conditions and laughter keeps everyone going. Some psychologists have deconstructed humour in terms of managing external hostility through self-mockery. A Yiddish proverb illustrates what this means. Want to alleviate your big-time worries? Put on a tighter shoe. Religious humour is a means to reach a wide audience and break down barriers between ordinary people and to make them more receptive to moral instruction. In a warning about judging others, Jesus said, How dare you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye, when you have a log in your own eye? Rather than expounding the meaning of hypocrisy, his listeners would have just laughed and reflected on an absurd scene. Another example of comic absurdity can be seen in this critique of Jewish leaders in the Gospel of Matthew. You tithe mint and dill and cumin, and have neglected the weightier matters of law, justice, and mercy, and faith. These you ought to have done without neglecting the others. You blind guides, straining out a gnat and swallowing a camel. Those who heard Jesus speak might have been shocked that he was taking on the establishment, but they would also have enjoyed his clever turns of phrase and plays on words. The joke is even more apparent with knowledge of Aramaic, Jesus' native tongue as the Aramaic for gnat is galma, and the word for camel is gamla. What we can laugh at, we can rise above. Perhaps that is why peoples who have suffered much have developed a sense of humour as a defence against despair. Humour has something to do with hope. Listen to this. In the 1930s, a Jew is travelling on a bus in London reading the Jewish Chronicle. 
Suddenly, to his shock, he spots a friend of his reading a Nazi newspaper. He glares at his friend in anger. How can you read that Nazi filth? He asks. Unabashed, his friend looks at him. So what are you reading? The Jewish Chronicle? And what do you read in there? In England, there is an economic depression and Jews are assimilating. In Palestine, Arabs are rioting and Jews are being killed. In Germany, they have taken away all our legal rights. You sit there and read all about it and get more and more depressed. But I read the Nazi newspaper and lo and behold, we own all the banks and control all the governments. Perhaps laughter, our ability not to take ourselves too seriously, is related to our ability to take other things very seriously indeed. A trait of religious humour is a self-assurance and confidence about who we are and having the courage to talk about any subject from life to death. One Sunday morning, a priest noticed a little boy staring up at the large plaque that hung in the foyer of the church. The plaque was covered with names. The seven-year-old had been staring at the plaque for some time, so the priest walked up, stood behind him and said quietly, Good morning, Alex. Good morning, Father, replied the young man, still focused on the plaque. What is this? he asked. Well, son, it's a memorial to all the men and women who have died in the service. Soberly, they stood together, staring at the large plaque. Little Alex's voice was barely audible when he finally managed to ask, which one? The nine o'clock or 10.30 service? Jokes are an art form and humour varies from being neurotic, nervous and alive with superstition to being farcical and a mockery. But let me end this podcast as my favourite Christian comic Dave Allen ended each broadcast. Good night and may your God go with you.